0: This is the Decahedron Podcast with Joe and James. Mail call from the United States of America. Hi everyone, this is Joe. I'm trying something a little different here with the feedback episodes. When James and I got together yesterday, Uh, Saturday. That's when we record Saturday mornings. Anyway when we got together yesterday uh, we did our feedback episode and there were four feedbacks that we were replying to and we recorded for an hour and I am not going to put out an hour long episode. I'd much rather put out like four 15 minute episodes than one hour long one and so that's what I'm going to do. So these next four feedback episodes might be a little choppy because they were chopped up from one recording session. After that, for a few weeks, what I think I'm going to try as an experiment is when we get a feedback in, I think rather than James and I waiting for us to get together, is he's going to record a response and I'm going to record a response. We're going to put those together. We're going to put it out as its own little quick short thing. And that will allow us to keep up with the feedbacks and keep the episodes short. If it works out, awesome. And if it doesn't work out, you know, we'll we'll reconvene and try something different. I hope you like that intro, by the way. I spent a little bit of time finding that clip from old Armed Forces radio stuff. And it says it's in public domain, so I'm hoping I'm safe. Anyway, let's get on to it. We're starting with a email from David. So the uh, oldest episode we did, our very first episode. It was about um, weapon damage in D&D, whether yeah. or not every weapon should do uh, 1D6 uh, like a nice, rational, intelligent person would think, or if every de- weapon should have its own custom uh, number and pluses and minuses of dice like a crazy person would think.
1: <laughs> oh, that, that would be my thinking.
0: It <laughs> uh, is, of course. I am, um,
1: yes, I am chaotic good. And Joseph, I'm not sure. Maybe lawful neutral to evil?
0: Oh, ouch, that hurts. <laughs> anyway, so this, this one came to us by email. It is uh, by a guy named David. And David says, I listened to the first episode and enjoyed it. Why, thank you, David. We enjoyed that you enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm going to use that that line every single time for everybody. I just like it. Um, I'm with James. Oh, oh, we don't think we like David. Never mind. We're going to stop reading right there.
1: Uh-huh. Go on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right uh david says i'm with james weapons shouldn't do all the same damage um then he says i don't use weapon speed or weapon modifiers versus armor um which if you're going to do all if you're not going to do all that then yeah you it makes sense to me that you'd want them to do otherwise there's no point in different weapons i would guess um although i still say it makes much things quicker anyway he says it just adds too much time in combat um that depends on your combat system. I'm assuming he's talking about straight d I believe he is. The weapon speed stuff and stuff, as written, I would agree would add too much time. Um However, I do you...
1: Hold on. Didn't we try that once and decided that it took too long to do everything?
0: Well, what about if you're, you're fighting a monster and then you're like, okay, well, it has an armor class of this, but that's... Taking speed into account, and you really do you count the the monster skin as like leather armor, or do you not count it as anything, or what if it's an armadillo? I mean, what 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 kind of weapon, you know, and
1: isn't all that, that why, stuff? Isn't that why they made the wheel at one time?
0: Well, we've already talked about the wheel on that episode. Yeah. So the other thing I will say is because uh, his next thing is I do use spell casting times. Spellcasting times is is something that was added to AD&D from D&D, and um, I don't use spellcasting times, but that's because, again, I said D&D is superior in my mind for my style of gaming than AD&D. What was I going to say about that? Oh, um, have you seen, speaking of AD&D combat, there is a guy out there somewhere, if I find it. I will put in the show notes, but he made a PDF step-by-step. This is how to run AD&D combat by the books. And it is like a 13-page flow chart.
1: I've never seen anything that long, but the, I've read one or two articles or even charts, like you're saying. But it's usually only a page long.
0: Oh no because this is this is every rule that's in the AD&D Player's Handbook and uh, and Dungeon Master's Guide about how to do combat you know so it has the weapon speed adjustments and it has the weapon armor adjustments and it has all the
1: So it's all on that page so you don't have to go looking through the books
0: All the initiative it's like it's like like I said it's like a 17 page step by step checklist so for each round you start at page 1 and you go through the list and then the next person's Turn, you go back to page one, and it just, it is, it is, if you want to play Rules as Written, that's the right way to do it, which is why I do not play Rules as Written. Anyway, um then he gives us a episode idea. One thing you should cover is random encounters. Actually, David, that is already on our list of things to, uh, of things to talk about. Uh, what's interesting is I was talking to Sam, I was talking to Sam, and he... Brought up random encounters the very same day that this email came in, which is kind of funny. So I guess we should do that. So rather sooner than later. Um, he says that I don't like to add them unless I find a reason for the creatures encountered to be there. Wow. I wonder if David is Sam. Uh because Sam said pretty much the same thing. I mean, it makes no sense when you're in a, in a dungeon and a bear pops up. What? It, right. So I, I will hundred percent agree with you there, David. Uh, this has made side encounters turn into much larger adventures. Do you guys feel that an encounter should be just an encounter? Or should, there should be a deeper reason. I think we will talk about that in the random encounter episode.
1: That sounds like a good place.
0: Uh, David continues. Also, random magic, uh, wand of wonder, etc. If a caster gets interrupted in casting or tries to cast without material components, if we use them, then paltry number available of the D&D books isn't enough. I don't know what he's saying here. Random magic, wand of wonder, etc. If a caster gets interrupted in casting or tries to cast without material components, if we use them, then the paltry number available from the AD&D books isn't enough. I have over 11,000 different wild magic effects, up to including Adam splitting. What are y'all's thoughts on wild surges? Should saving throws be allowed? Uh, I don't know what wild surge is. I've never heard that term before. <laughs> uh, wild magic effects? Should saving throws be allowed? I don't know what he's talking about. James, I'm going to leave this one to you.
1: I'm not sure in in its entirety. There were something, and I'm not going to remember where, so I'm not going to quote it, but there were certain areas that had certain magical effects, dampening your magic ability or making certain spells more powerful. That's what
0: I think. He specifically says the AD&D books, and okay. um, there is nothing like that in 1E. I think it, maybe this is a 2E thing. I have never played 2E. I haven't read the 2E books. So maybe this is something that was in second edition. So I, I, know,
1: as, it, I know it's there. I'm just not going to remember what edition. Cool. It was later on.
0: As I'm thinking about this, it sounds like he's talking in cases of spell failure that there are side effects to the magic when the magic goes wrong. That's what it sounds like he's talking about, like I okay. say, there's nothing like that in a D and d in a D and D you cast a spell, and it works. You never make a roll or anything other than like you said, if he gets interrupted, casting without material components by the book, you just can't cast the spell then all right so but- yeah, he's talking about some weird house rules or some second edition thing um so i I can't speak to this. I've never played second edition, not my game.
1: well, I'm going to throw it in there me and you, at least all the games I've played in, I don't ever remember that we. Really push the material components or the verbal
0: components. We did not because I was your DM and I don't like those.
1: And I'm forgetting there's one more. Oh, um, hand gestures, whatever the proper term for that was. Somatic. Yeah. You never used any of those. I don't think I played with any group other than one. And that person only required the material components.
0: So... We we never made a big deal about it, but in my mind, we were using verbal and somatic components. If you were in an area of silence, if someone had to cast a spl- silent spell of you on you, I would not let you cast a spell because uh, mm-hmm. I assume that spells have verbal components. And likewise, if you're bound up, I probably wouldn't let you cast a spell cast a spell because i assume uh somatic gestures are also required uh those situations just didn't come up when you're trying to cast any spells so that's why you in your mind you're not thinking we use them we kind of use them for that um mm-hmm. but material i've never used um yeah and, and then he if,
1: says oh. and if you did being a magic user would make you the poorest person in the party
0: <laughs> um well, see, the, the magic user is the guy that has the least to spend his money on. He he doesn't have to go out and buy new armor. He doesn't have to go out and buy a new shield. He can't go out and buy new weapons,
1: right? Well, and well, so, he, he can <laughs> buy new weapons, that he, dagger he, or the bow.
0: He, bow? No, no, no bow. What came are you playing, James? Dagger, dart, staff.
1: My our martial arts is getting in there. Every time I say staff...
0: Oh, Bo, that, that kind of I mean. Okay, I was thinking like bow and arrow. You were thinking bow like the staff. Yeah, okay. I gotcha. Yep. The the staff. You are exactly right. Okay, I'm right. sorry about that.
1: Every time uh, I say staff, I get the evil eye. So I've got out of that habit.
0: I I get it. I get it. All right. Yeah. No, you said bowing. I was thinking bow and arrow. No, you you were right. Um Anyway, David concludes with happy gaming, and then David, well, thanks for listening to us, David. Uh, sounds like you are more on James's side of the fence than mine, but hey, that's fine. That's that's what gaming is, right? Everyone likes their own thing, and we don't judge anybody. I I laugh, uh, but James laughs at me, so it's okay. It's, it's, it's not a mean mocking laugh. It's, it's, it's a friendly laughing with you type of thing.
1: Yeah. But Joseph, but Joseph wants to be right more of the time.
0: No, well, Joseph doesn't want to be right. He's just cursed with being right all the time.
1: Oh, that's <laughs> pushing it, <itself>. son. <laughs> uh, it's, it, it
0: it's a tough curse, but I, I carry it well. <laughs> um, anyway, w- welcome to the show, David. I, I hope you stick around. Uh, thanks for the feedback. Feel free to send us more. And, uh. Yeah, that was great. Like I said, don't don't feel picked on. Just having some fun. Uh, like I said, it sounds like you agree with James.
1: Another mail call will be coming your way the next time you hear...
0: Send us feedback by emailing feedback at decahedron.com Decahedron is spelled with a K. Voice feedback can be sent through the Anchor app or by calling 562-RPG-CAST. That's five six two seven seven four two two seven eight. Music is courtesy of Kevin McLeod, logo by the Design Cat. Thank you for listening.